You're tuned into Bible Snacks. Not the full meal, just a spiritual snack for On The Go. What's your favorite chore? Oh, I don't know if I have like a favorite chore. <laughs> I just... Does anybody? I was hoping you would say laundry so I could just like push it off on you every time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't mind doing laundry. It's the... Uh, the folding that's the most annoying. Okay, you do the laundry, I'll fold it, and you put it away. I don't mind folding. Okay. You put it Deal. away. <laughs> this is why we got married then. <laughs> We're perfect, perfect compliment. Um, the problem with laundry, which it's it's such a pain, is have to separate the whites. Because uh, then you have to do a whole separate load just for the whites. And it's like, why can't I just throw it all in together? And so I do. I throw it all in together. And... That's when colors bleed. Yeah, my problem is that we just have a lot of dark clothes. For some reason, we really like, I mean, black. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's slimming, they say. So it is. we wear a lot of black. Because so white, we white have... exposes all. <laughs> it doesn't hide anything. <laughs> so when we have the lights, it takes a really long time to get a full look. It does. I mean, like yeah. three pieces of clothing, and that's that. So, yeah, it, t- it takes some time. But I'm definitely guilty of throwing in, uh, oops, a uh, red shirt with white shirts and get pink. Pink shirts. That's mm-hmm. right. Laundry can bleed colors just like we should bleed colors into other people. Yeah. And, you know, if you put a red shirt in with a white shirt, that red shirt is just going to pour out its color to the white. And right. the white's going to absorb it. Yeah. Um, so then you're left with a pink shirt, right? But it's okay with me. Yeah. But what we're going to call this is spiritual vividness. There you um, go. It takes a vivid person, mm. a vivid spiritual uh, life to pour into other people. And that other person um, is going to take on what it, you know, we, we had a similar episode about the sponge taking on what you're surrounded with. But what we want to talk about today is being the mentor mm-hmm. in this um, relationship when you pour into the other person and they absorb what they're surrounded with. Yeah. So in this thing, you've got two people. You've got the mentor and the mentee. You got the red shirt and the white shirt. But you're right. It has to be a vivid red shirt because if we just take an old, worn out red shirt even that's been around for a while and gone through a bunch of washes, it's not going to bleed anymore it's lost its vividness but when you have that bright red shirt that still has got it it's going to rub off and so we as christians can be a mentor to somebody else and you might think i don't have anything to offer i i can't teach somebody but you do because you've been a christian you've experienced god you've seen him work in your life in different ways and you've learned things throughout the years So you are qualified to be a mentor because there is always going to be somebody else who can learn from you, can learn from your experiences, and doesn't know something that that you do and you can teach them. Absolutely. I mean, your testimony is your your loudest message that you could possibly give somebody. And as the mentee, then you've got to be someone that can absorb and be teachable and learn from somebody else. Um, And part of that really is is the desire to have a, a hunger and thirst for that, to want to learn from somebody else. 
So yeah, today we want to talk about being that bright, vivid, spiritual shirt that pours into other people. And Paul tells us uh, about being imitators in Christ, that we are really examples to others. He says in uh, Philippians 3.17, Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. Um, you know, I can't imagine. <laughs> you, you see the boldness of Paul. He's so confident in, in his heart for Christ that he's telling people, follow me. If you follow me, you will follow Christ. You know, and that's a that's a bold question for all of us to consider. If people follow you, will they inevitably be following Christ too? Right. And that's what exactly what he's telling us. Hey, be imitators of me uh, because we are called to be imitators of Christ. Right. He's so close to the source, the original source mm-hmm. that, you know, his color is just as vivid um, when he pours into people, he surrounds himself with people. They're going to take on and learn from him. Yeah, as opposed to hanging around with the wrong crowd. If you've heard of you know being guilty by association, mm-hmm. we in Proverbs twenty four one says, "Be not envious of evil men, nor desire to be with them, for their hearts devise violence and their lips talk of trouble." In other words, you know they're going to bring you down, mm-hmm. and that's where you want to surround yourself with. Those bright, vivid colors of people that are spiritually mature, uh, or at least more mature than you, <laughs> and can pour into you. Um, and this is what we're called to do as Christians. You know, when Jesus, I love when Jesus goes and he calls his disciples, he says, Matthew four nineteen, come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will send you out to fish for people. At once they left their nets and followed him. We all know that, you know, he called these fishermen to become fishers of men. And that that's for all of us to make disciples, to be imitators of Christ, that others would would follow us and follow Christ. Exactly. So be vivid. 